Welcome to Gear Garage Live Show. This weekly YouTube show covers whitewater rafting, river safety, gear, and anything else Zach feels like rambling on about. Well, happy Wednesday and welcome to the Gear Garage Q&A Live Show. We normally do this on Tuesday, but I just got back from a trip yesterday. I thought I'd catch up and answer the questions I've had over the last few weeks. Uh, this is a show, again, we try to do every Tuesday at 2 o'clock. It's the holidays coming up, so we're going to do our best to keep it going. And why don't we just get started? Oh, by the way, if you have questions, I'm going to answer questions that have been submitted, but just add them in the comments as we go, and I'll, I can add, get to more questions. And, I, and once we're done answering questions, we're probably done for today. So we'll start with the first one. Um, have you seen this study? And this is a study I'm going to pull up here separately. Share screen. Sorry, it takes me a second sometimes to open things up. Uh, it's kind of like a sciencey study about wraps and the forces it takes to pull them off. And uh, I think these are fun things to look at if you understand the, the math and the equations. And I, I do because I have a background in engineering, generally understand what's going on here. <clears throat> and it's, it's an interesting study uh, where it basically just looks at the forces on the the bow and the friction from the rock and the the forces that get generated with this three to one uh, to pull this to pull a boat off. It makes one big assumption that I don't like, and so it, again, this is a fun and interesting uh, one. That's it's assuming a static friction coefficient of 0.71. Uh, you really can't estimate the friction between a raft and a and a rock. Uh, if it was a perfectly smooth rock. In a perfect wrap, uh, raft, you could, but rocks have inconsistencies, inconsistencies with them. And so whenever you're pulling a raft down the edge of a rock, let me actually, let me draw this a little bigger. Let me see if I can get back to me here. I brought the whiteboard so I could do this. The audio hopefully comes through here. If you have a rock like this and you have a raft wrapped on it, Let's say like that. The, the rock isn't perfectly smooth. There's like little things that stick out. Like the rock itself has little tiny that that little little imperfections that make the friction a lot higher than you can really model. And so in general, I found that hopefully you guys can still hear me because the microphone's right here. If we're pulling from shore and we pull straight towards shore, it's really hard to unwrap a raft from a rock. It's just very, very hard. So again, you make your little three-point anchor, you pull on shore. If you pull directly that way, you're just scraping the raft down the rock. And if it's a perfectly smooth surface, it'll probably work. The problem is it's, it's not. It's a messy, weird surface where parts of the raft get caught on it. And so... I wouldn't recommend pulling a raft exactly this way down the rock. And that's what this study sort of shows here is that you're, let me see if I can get back to the study. You're pulling the raft straight down the, the rock. Hopefully you can see this on the, on the screen that's up. It that just isn't effective. Now, and this is how uh, I feel like when people do do this, let me get big again. When people do pull it straight down the rock, this is how you end up going from like a three to one you get, eight people pulling you go to like a five five to one or nine to one 
and you just keep increasing the power. And that's how you break D rings is from just this like huge power pulling straight down this. And I've been on several wraps like this where we're just fire pulling a firepower and the forces are getting really big, really fast. And so in my experience in pulling rafts, what works most of the time is go do a, do a three point anchor down here and then pull about 45 degrees towards shore. And so instead of pulling it down the rock and overcoming that, that friction, which is, is way bigger than the 0.71 coefficient of friction, it's because it's complicated rock, peel the boat off of the rock. And your goal, I'd say, I'd say a good general rule when you want to pull a wrap off is try to change the shape of the raft. Don't just yard the raft off, change the shape. So when you pull off, and so let's look at this. Uh, if you're looking at the at the raft, this is looking at it like the rocks behind it. What you really want to do is try to attach the three D rings like that. At least two, but I would say three if you can. This is why D rings are really good, by the way. A lot of rafts have minimal number of D rings. I, I really like a lot of D rings in my raft, so you can attach three three different spots here. And so you go like this to a, a three-point anchor to a center point and then pull that upstream. Like pull, don't pull it straight down the line, but pull it upstream and just peel this end off. And once this end starts coming up, like you peel this end off, there's less water over here and the same amount of water over here. And that just changes the shape of the raft. And if there's more force pushing on this side than this side, it's going to want to come off. I've had the most luck and the most success doing this. So much to the point that where I kind of go straight to this now. And, and, and when pulling wraps off, I'm going to say, like, it's good to try a lot of different angles. Like, try before you just start pulling like this, try a bunch of different angles, try a bunch of different attachment points. I will now look at a wrap and usually go straight to here and assume that's going to work because it's worked for me so many times. And again, you're just peeling off. A lot of times the wrap flips. You know, but it comes off, which is great. So that's my take. I think that this study, let's go back to the study. If I can, uh, it works. The study is is interesting. It's fun math. It's fun to play with physics. I'm sure this is by some university professor, or somebody who uses this as a fun example to talk about some basic, you know, physics principles. But practically, I don't think this is the way we pull rafts off. Uh, we we're going to focus on on changing the shape uh, more than we are just brute, brute force pulling it down the line of the raft. Okay. Let's see if there's a comment. Uh, will Aaron and Zach be joining you? Uh, probably not. I don't know. I don't know, Heidi. Maybe. Um, I don't, I'm not really doing Friday shows anymore. I'm just doing, I think, this Tuesday Q&A for now. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if it's just boring with that, with just me, I'm sorry. Like I'll, you know, maybe, maybe, um, somebody else can start a show where they have a cohort. That's interesting, but it's just me. Okay. Let's go back to the questions. And the next one is I saw one of your videos where you bought an air 130 D. Do you still have it? How do you like it in general? And how do you like it for rowing and R2ing? Yeah, we still have it. It's a great boat. Uh, the air boats are great. I'm a bigger fan of the 130R. So I bought the 130D. I made a mistake. When I bought the 130D, I meant to get the R. 
Uh, I, I forget how the, the nomenclature works. I know now with error, if it's a double D, it's super diminished. If it's a D, D stands for diminished. I should have known that. And then R is regular. Um, R is, I think it's regular size tubing all around. That's how I think of it. So like regular is just R is just regular tubes. D is diminished. Double D is a lot of diminished. I'm not a big fan of diminishing two boats. I really like uh, having the volume all the same all the way around. It's an opinion of mine. Now everybody agrees, but I feel pretty, for my opinion, regular is the best. So I like the 130D. It's a great boat. It's great for rowing. I've rowed it a bunch. We use it for our rowing schools. I like the 130R more. That's just my opinion. Um, I don't R2 that much anymore, but if I was going to go R2 something really hard, um, like something steep, something challenging, I'd probably do the 130 D or the R that you don't want to be happy with the D I'm a little less happy with, but, um, I, you really can't go wrong with that boat. So, um, yeah, I like it. I recommend it for both R2 and rowing, but a slight preference towards the 130 R. Oh, well, well, that's it for the show. I do want to share a couple of things since we have some time and um, there's no more questions. Uh, first of all, I want to go to gorafting.com which is a sponsor of the show. They're super nice to, to be a sponsor. And I just finished a guidebook for the Illinois River. Let me see if I can find it here. Let me navigate this website. Uh, let me go back here. And so shop guides, let's see if I can find it. Frog of the Salmon, Kern, Upper Klamath. They have a lot of cool guides. So the cool thing about... GoRafting.com, here we go, Illinois River, is they have these guides you can use on your phone. And I wish I could show you on my phone, but they're really, first of all, they put the guide on here. So if you want to view, if you look for all the information I, I shared with them about the Illinois River exists on their website somewhere, but you can download this app and this app has uh, a map of the river. It shows you where you are on the map and it shows you how many miles to the next thing. And so I listed... So a lot of my favorite stops, a bunch of the camps. There's there's a few more camps I didn't quite add because there's so many that change and they're just really, really small. But like the major rapids, the camps, I think I, you know, like 50 different spots on the river. You can download it. So when you're out in Illinois, you're like, oh, I know this camp is two miles away. I know this rapid's coming up. I know our map. And so um, it's $9.95 if you want to buy it. You have to download the Far Out app. And I think those of you that want to do the Illinois, this is a great way to have a map because the map, let me see if the old map, the, 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 there's a book that exists, the only really guidebook, and it's now for sale for 800 bucks on eBay. So I, I wanted to have this app available. And this really has like a lot of information. Let me see if I can go back to, we can look at the information that's there. Uh, we ended up on, go back to go rafting. So let's go to, Look at the information I put or again, Illinois. So um, there's all the data I put in the app, except there's, well, there's some photos that probably aren't, they're not here, but like this shows everything I, I put, all the information. So if you just want the information, it's free on gorafting.com. And I share, you can see all the mileages and the rapids and there's there's even more rapids but i left off all the like class twos even some of the easy class three but 
um, all the all the cultural. There's a few stops uh, to to Native American sites that I didn't put in here uh, purposefully, but uh, there's uh, some ideas for where to go to see some. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Con uh, Connor's camp, uh, Hugo Mayer's cabin, which is a really cool stop that not many people know about. To scramble up the hill to get to it. And same with the thing with Fence Ranch, which is harder to get to. And one of my favorite places on the river, Calmeops's Wall, where you can see Calmeops's Lichiana. We marked it on the map so other people can stop and see Cal that one spot you can see that rare flower along the river. And so you can just get the data here. It's all right here. But the app is really cool again because it tells you exactly where you are, where you are. And I uploaded a bunch of photos so you can look at photos of the places before you get there. So hopefully this helps anybody looking to do the Illinois. It's I put a, quite a bit of time into this. It's ten bucks. The other thing I did that I haven't really talked about that much for the Illinois again, because so many people ask me, how do I run the Illinois? You know, where do I get a good map? I took time to create a guide's guide to the Illinois River. And let me, I'm going to bring it up here that, uh, download. Sorry, I wasn't, I wasn't going to talk about this today, but I figured I have a little bit of time. So I'm getting it ready here. There we go. Let's see if I can open it up. Uh, so I created this PDF that has a, even more information that I put on the, on the far out app, the go rafting thing. Because there's, you know, that's really meant as a guidebook to go mile by mile. And there's more information uh, that I wanted to share. Let me bring it up here. And this was a fun project to make this thing. And I did a little talking about the place. Talk about flows quite a bit. A whole page about flows, which the Far Out app is really good for when you're on the river. You know, I know where I'm at. I know what's coming up. But in pre-trip planning... Uh, there's a lot of information about flows I think people should know and some of my opinions about when to go, the types of flows. And then I wrote a more a different mile by mile guide. This isn't just the same information for the for the app. There's like separate uh, the app has completely separately written information. This is a this is a a guidebook I've been working on for like three or four years that I just also finished, but I wanted to make sure I didn't have the exact same text both places. And so this is completely separate. And there's even more, a little more detail information about, about it here. And then I made this quick reference guide. So I bring this on the trips, if for, especially if I have a new person, say, hey, here's the key stuff you should know. Like maybe laminate this, bring it with you. If you don't want to bring you know, five pages of description, this is sort of the key things that stand out on the trip. EVAC information that we use, uh, trail access, and then just some information about flowers and I added a section because I think the flowers in the Illinois are just really cool. And a section I call dangerous na nature about the ways nature can hurt you. So it's a 25 page PDF It's for sale at riverhardware.com. And I'll show you, I for the same thing, 10 bucks. And so anybody who wants uh, to buy the PDF, this is a great way to like learn more about the Illinois for those of you that want to run it because information out there is super limited. Let's go. Let me see if I can. Uh, share screen to show you all that PDF. So if you go to gear garage merge, rafting gear, uh, right here, the guide's guide to the Illinois River. It's a 10 bucks for PDF uh, if you want this thing. So you have two options now for maps. One, this PDF that you can print out, you can read at home. Two, the, the guide uh, by go rafting. 
It's also 10 bucks to help those of you that want to run Illinois know where you're at and have some, some good basic information. Okay. I see questions. So I'm going to get to that. Let me go back and make myself pay. Okay. Here we go. Several months ago, you mentioned more river contests with core prizes. Yeah, I want to do that. And Heidi, if I find time to put it together, I want to do that. It sounds really fun, but I, I found myself being busier than I expected with just everything. So uh, I, hopefully I can do that. I'd love to do it. Winter boating question. Have you used any of the battery battery? Have you used any of the battery powered undergarments under your dry suit? I haven't, but I have a friend that does and he loves them. So I'm, you know, in general in life, I don't need more gadgets and buttons and things to plug in. Uh, I just, I, I charge enough things in my life as it is. I don't need socks and gloves to charge, uh, and just keep track of electronics. So I'm not going to use those things, but if you get cold easily, some of the new stuff they have out there are amazing and vests that even, that sounds cool too. Um, for those of you that have time to charge your, your socks and your gloves and your vest, I, Hey, I'm into it. Uh, how do you get the guide all in view in your phone? So far, it's a little hard to see it all in sequence. You're talking about the far out guide? I It works for me. It could. It depends on your phone. I, mean, I can't, unfortunately, I can't troubleshoot your phone, Sean. But uh, with my phone I had on the Grand Canyon, I think an iPhone 13, it worked awesome. It was, yeah, it worked great. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry I can't help you with the uh, troubleshooting your phone. Art has a printed guides guide to Illinois. Unless you have a downloadable Illinois PDF, is your guide similar to Arda's? Um, no, I didn't, I didn't even know Arda had one. Um, and mine's a PDF. So yeah, mine, you could print it the same way Arda printed theirs. Mine's a PDF that you can't print. But I haven't seen Arda's, so I'm not exactly sure if it's the same or not. Any updates about the log across the road? Hmm. I just I just read about that recently. So those those of you that don't know, there was a log stuck somewhere in Mule Creek Canyon that sounds like you could get around that washed downstream and now is like in the easier part of the river, but still in the canyon that people are going over. That's that's just rumor I've heard. Um, I know updates, but I think if you're doing the rogue now, you might want to think <laughs> like learn more about it. It, it, the water's going to come up probably December, January. I'm sure wash it down. So I don't see it as a problem next year, but in the coming months, it could be a problem. So, well, that's it, everyone. Uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for all the support of the channel. Uh, next Tuesday, I think I'm driving home for Thanksgiving, but if there's questions, I'll do a show maybe Monday. And then December is pretty busy with meetings, but I'm going to try to keep the show going as long as the questions. It's definitely a slow time of the year for rafting and rafting shows. So, you know, questions are coming in a lot slower. Um, cool. Thanks, Heidi. So that's it. And I'll see you all in the next show.